Hey everybody, welcome back for an all new episode of Pillow Talk where we discuss a bevy of random topics. I'm your host, Ashley. And I'm Travis. And today we're going to be talking about all things TV. So this was uh, this was kind of inspired by a friend podcast of ours called Mass Debaters. And they invited us to do a special bracket game of the top 40 TV shows. And uh, we will be doing that at the end of the episode. But we thought while we're at it, let's just go ahead and talk all things TV. So uh, Travis and I have, we might have a little bit of <laughs> difference of opinion from you guys, I guess. We're not, we're not huge TV people. I think we both decided through this. No, I mean, is not that, really. Is that fair? Yeah. I don't, I don't, know. I don't like commercials, I think. That's a big <laughs> thing. Commercials piss me off. First world problems. I know. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. I like, I can binge move uh, a TV show or a series on Netflix and I'm okay. You know, I can, I can get into it and stick with it. But if there's ever a break, you know, like with, with where it's a every Tuesday kind of thing, I'm going to lose interest and never finish it. You have ADD with TV. I do. <laughs> I think what it is, is that I can get into it in the moment, but I haven't found anything that's good enough to keep me interested when there's not something new coming out. I just, hmm. I don't get that into it. I, I, I do. I'm like ride or die with some of my TV shows. The problem is, is I don't tend to get into the ones that everybody else does. And so I've probably missed out on a lot in that sense, because every time I do finish a new show that I really like, I'm one of those people that are like, what do I do with my life now? So it's like, either I go back and start that series over or I just go back to another tried and true series that I've watched 20 times already. So at the end of our bracket game, everyone's likely to figure out what that show is. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm the opposite because like, what was it? The Walking Dead? I think I remember that one. Like I watched the first three seasons and then I missed a couple episodes. And then when you came back and I was like, nah, I'm good. I don't need to watch that anymore. I would get, oh my God, I would get so annoyed with you. Like I, did, I just did the same thing to you on Yellowstone. You did? Like we binged the, whatever was up already and then, I don't know, I yeah. don't remember why. I missed a couple episodes and now you're like, hey, do you want to watch it? No. Uh, because you had to go I'm work. Over it now. You had to work and you were like doing this new training that was going to keep you away from home. And so yeah. I got way ahead on Yellowstone because I'm a huge bitch. <laughs> I couldn't wait. And you were like, yeah, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I don't know. I got over it in the, in the amount of time that I spent away from it. I got over it. That used to really bother me. It doesn't so much now, I guess, because I can remember you and I watching Nip Tuck together. And when there was like a season premiere or something, I'd be like, Honey, it's coming back. It's coming back. Look, we got to sit down and like, I almost turned premieres into events almost. You remember that ac accurately? Like you remember when that final season of Breaking Bad came out and we kind of had like a Breaking Bad party where we did like the bacon and number shapes and we did uh, the blue candy crystal cupcakes. Like I'm such a freak. Yeah, you got a little <laughs> nuts with that stuff. I remember it. It was kind of like a it was like a movie yeah. almost that you were really excited about. And then you would spend all the time leading up to it rewatching every episode. Yes. It I don't I don't do that anymore so much. I, I feel like despite my getting older, I feel like I have enough memory. Like I did that with Cobra Kai. Like I didn't have to go back and rewatch all three seasons before because I pretty well still remembered everything that happened. You know, may, it might be like little small details that I'm like, oh, right. I forgot about that. But I will remember as soon as it's referenced. So I'm not 
terrible about going back and redoing that. But like I was saying before, I remembered there was like, I want to say it was like season four premiere of Nip Tuck. And I had been like doing this whole thing the whole day about we got to go back and do, or, we got to watch this. We got to watch this. And I was waiting for you. And for some reason you were doing something else or you were distracted. And so you were like, well, just start without me. And so I'm sitting there watching it and you're not coming in there, not coming in there. I was getting like to the point of tears almost <laughs> because one of the nice things that, and, and I believe this podcast is one of those things where when you have something you share together, when you maybe as, sorry, as a couple don't have a terrible lot of things in common, but you find some common ground somewhere, you like desperately hold on to that thing. Like, okay, this is a thing we can do together to spend time together. And, you know, so I was just completely heartbroken. Which is funny considering if you want to spend time together watching TV, you gotta have, you're gonna have to find something other than Nip Tuck because <laughs> that's not say, gonna do it. Which considering is funny because season four of Nip Tuck was not that wonderful. So, but I don't know. Maybe maybe some people out there disagree. Yeah, kind of speaking of which, though, like I almost didn't finish Cobra Kai, and I think that would have upset you too. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I, I like feel you, like you happened to put it on when I was in while I was in there. Yeah, but. If I was left to my own devices, I had no interest in watching the new one. <laughs> However, but you did, and it ended up being pretty good. I did, and there's going to be a big gap between this season and the next one. And when it comes back, I'll, you'll have to talk me into that one, too, because I'll be like, yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, but there you go. You watched it. You ended up liking it, which we all did. For uh, I'm one of those types of people that yells at the TV as I'm watching stuff. I get very invested, so... Um, it was, it was a good season. I was really, really happy about it. But before we get into all things TV, I wanted to briefly touch on the new Scream, or Scream 5, as it were. Um, London and I went to go see that this weekend. You did not, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, we kind of, we binged all the movies afterward i guess and i i don't i don't really feel like i have to binge movies up before the release of something because i remember them well enough i guess okay i may have to call bullshit on that <laughs> not all just the time. a I little bit i didn't this time when not we got, this time no but... not this time that's what i said <laughs> there's been plenty of times when there's a new movie coming out and you're like i gotta watch all of them it depends I gotta on... watch all the ones that came before it depends on the movie <laughs> It depends on the movie. So I, I have been very honest that this isn't my favorite franchise, per se. Um, there's a lot more that I like better. That being said, I, I really, really love the first Scream movie. Like, I understand why it's held in such high regard. Um, so I do... I, I, I get it. But the other sequels were of varying quality, and so I guess that's why that's not my favorite. But that being said, I really enjoyed this new entry a lot. And I'm, I'm, I don't know. We're doing that thing again that we've discussed, you know, in other episodes where it's fashionable to hate on things now. Like, I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, because we listened. We listened, when you got home, we watched several of the reviews. And there's some people that passionately hate this movie. And I don't understand that. I mean... I stand by what we've said before, that if you like it, great. And if you don't like it, that's okay, too. You mm -hmm. do you. But people get just hateful about it. Yeah. It's it's like they, they take a movie that they don't like as a personal attack on themselves. Yeah. And I don't understand that. I mean, I get it. You know, you like what you like. And 
and you want the things that mean something to you to be good, but damn, guys, I just... It's there. There's people on YouTube spitting pure venom about this movie, and I don't understand that. I, I guess maybe I, maybe I just don't feel passionately enough about film to get that upset over a movie just because maybe it's I don't like it. You know, it's not for me. Scream as a, as a franchise has never been like my thing. It's not my favorite, but yeah, a lot of people like it, and that's fantastic. Even though it's not for me. Yeah. But yeah, that seems to be the cool thing now. Like, they, they did one thing in this movie that I don't like. Evil dies tonight, so I'm just going <laughs> to shit on it. So I don't get it. I guess my thing is, is be, like I said, because it's not my favorite franchise, I actually went in with my expectations lowered. I didn't go into this movie expecting to some, you know, something to blow me away or some big jaw-dropping revelation or anything. I was just like, I just hope that it's competently made. You know, and I'm entertained throughout. And I was. I mean, Lun and I were sitting there laughing. We were, I mean, if if you know, you know. But I actually cried at one point. And I'm, I'm not going to give any spoilers away, obviously. But they did also, it was a topic of the film about toxic fandom. Like, that was a whole thing. And elevated horror. And I love elevated horror. It's it's one of my favorite new things like we I've discussed ad nauseum my love for the films that have come out in recent years that have made you sit and think and you feel like you've gained some brain cells from watching them type of movies but this franchise I don't feel was ever in that category so I don't understand why people needed that to be in there I guess. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a slasher. It was a smart slasher and it was meta and it did a lot of things for the genre, obviously, but it was never meant to be this highly intelligent, you know, <laughs> thing that was going to change your life. Well, the thing that I kept hearing on a lot of these was they would go back and refer to the first movie and, well, they did this in the first one and they didn't do it, you know, like that in this one. And you know, a lot of that back and forth thing. But at the same time, those same people that are pissed because they didn't do in this one all, you know, the same sort of things that they did in, in the first Scream, if they had, they wouldn't like that either. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just, I think we talked about that. We were talking about Halloween. You know, people go back and they compare Halloween and then they didn't like a lot of the, the entries in that franchise because it didn't capture the magic of the first one. But if they had gone in and tried to make carbon copies of the first one, they wouldn't have liked that either. Mm -hmm. So... I think some people, you just can't make them happy. And, you know, again, like what you like, like what, or don't like what you don't like. That's fine. I mean, there's a lot of horror movies that, like, It Follows, for instance. So many people love that movie. It's not for me. I tried it. But I'm not going to be like, well, that movie just sucks for A, B, and C. I'm just like, eh, it's not for me. And I move on. Yeah, you know? It was okay. It wasn't, I don't know. You know, there's a lot of people out it there. It didn't speak to me. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there that hate The Babadook. I love that movie. I think it's great. But again, to each their own. It just, what's bothering me about it is, yeah, that I've seen YouTubers get attacked in the last couple of days just because they said, I liked it. And they're like, well, <laughs> you shouldn't like it. And this is why. We're going to take away your decoder ring. Like, yeah, they get really shitty about it. I think everybody can agree that even Screams part two through four were not great. But 
most of us, I still feel like, like the franchise in general. You know, we can still find things in those sequels that we appreciate. Um, you didn't stop like how Hall- like in Halloween because of Halloween Resurrection, right? Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Even Buster Rhymes couldn't ruin that for everybody. <laughs> uh, oh, some people like that one too. It just that one didn't do it for me either. Yeah, I think it's universally hated though. <laughs> I mean, I there are there are a few people that I have have actually heard say they like it. Some people have even said it's their favorite. People are wild, <laughs> but again, that's great, you know. <laughs> I just I really enjoyed this movie and I hope you guys did too and if you didn't, it's cool. Just don't So what don't you be probably a jerk to other people what you probably you ought to do is if you haven't seen it and made an opinion, go watch it and make your own opinion. Yeah. That's fair, right? Yeah. Just don't... Yeah. I th- I but think, don't go around shitting on everybody else if they disagree with you. Yeah. I think it's just really bothered me. It, it shouldn't... Maybe I'm letting it get to me too much, I guess. But there's just so much... You know, everybody loves... Well, not everybody, but a lot of the groups I belong to, we have love for the 80s slashers, but nobody goes back and thinks, well, those weren't exactly Oscar winners either. <laughs> you know? Well, I think the one that killed me was that it was a, it was a YouTuber, and I'm not going to name names, but they were having a full-blown rant meltdown over this movie, and I just don't understand that. Like, I don't know, they were having like a little temper tantrum, like our kids used to have about it, about not scream, but you know, when they didn't get their way, and it just blew my mind. Like, you're grown, suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> It's just a damn movie. <laughs> Calm down. It's not that serious. Yeah. I don't know. It, I'm not expecting that just because I like a movie that everyone should love it, you know. But it's just, yeah, you you get in your groups and you get in your uh, various discords or reddits and everybody's like, oh my God, I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. And it's like, all right. <laughs> so... Um, somebody will go, usually using the shrug emoji, go, well, I liked it. And they're like, well, like. Yeah, grab your torch and pitchfork now. We got somebody in here that likes it. We got to go after them. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't get everybody just, it. you know, this is a genre that should unite us. Let's stop fighting about it. So let's just talk about it a little bit without, no spoilers, right? How is Mm -hmm. the cinematography in it compared to the first one? Well, compared to the first one. It should be better. They've had a lot of years to get better cameras. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how to compare it to the first one. Okay. All I can say is it was miles better than the cinematography okay. in part how was, four. How was the script? The script was, was it, fine. Was it competent? How was the acting? I feel like you're putting me on the spot right now. Well, no, I've just, I've good. only seen it one time. Yeah, but you can say good or bad. Um, any cheese in there? Anybody chewing up the screen? Well, okay. Like I said, I like this movie. I had a good time, but I never said it was perfect. So, yeah, there's a bit of, there's a little bit of casting that I'm not quite sure about. There's a little bit of dialogue that I wasn't quite sure about. But at the end of the day, I felt like it held true to the mythology. It delivered on the kills. It delivered on the gore. And while I wasn't entirely happy with the twist or killers at the end, I still left it feeling pretty good. You know, like, I love when you can come out of a movie and you're talking about it as soon as you leave, you know, because if you come out and you're just going, hmm, then, you know, it's, it's, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> yeah. So, so typically, um, and, and I think 
anybody who's listened to our podcast is going to know score sometimes eludes me mm-hmm. in a movie. But if you like, we recently watched the first Scream again, and the score is kind of front and center in there mm-hmm. in a couple of places. Oh yeah, it's a, How, it's a great. How's score. the score in the new one? They brought back some cues that I was very happy about. I'm not gonna again. I'm not gonna spoil right. anything. No, we're not spoiling. But. Yes, they brought back a couple of things, like I said, that I was really happy with. And it's just one of those things that brings back that familiar familiarity. And yeah, it was great. So so no outright reasons not to go watch it. No, I don't think so. I realize okay. there's a lot of people right now that can't. And, and I think a lot of people's complaints, too, have been because of COVID, their theaters are still shut down. There's a lot of people that say they should have done what they did with Halloween Kills and release it simultaneously in theaters and on a streaming service and i agree i agree with that yeah i mean they could have done that but i don't know i like the theater experience i do too and if they're open where you're at you know and you're safe continue to support your theaters we need more horror movies yeah you know we don't want them to go away so yeah support your theater if you can but yeah it kind of stinks for people who are going to end up getting all the spoilers online and there's nothing they can do about it because They've got no way of sure there it. is. Just don't listen to it. <laughs> Stay off what? I'm not a cool kid. So what is it? Reddit, Twitter, what? <laughs> Facebook, any of that? Just don't do that until you've seen the movie. Yeah, but that's hard, especially like we're gonna get into. No, it's easy. Do you know when the last time I well, I looked at my Twitter page? <laughs> it's like like a month ago. Okay, for you, for you, but you're old man. No, nah, no. <laughs> so, but you know we don't. There's people, like like I said, we're about to get into how we're big YouTubers. Yeah. So it's not always easy to avoid spoilers. So speaking of being an old man, we <laughs> took uh, took the kids to Hot Topic at the mall. I don't know if that's still a thing. <laughs> and so I'm standing there looking at my son, and he's wearing like his hoodie, and he's got his beanie on, and his jeans, and I think they had holes in them. And I was like, so you've come to the land of your mother's people here in Hot Topic. <laughs> yes. And uh, you look like you belong here. Good job, kid. And then I'm looking at my... My oldest daughter, and I'm like, she looks like she belongs here. And then our youngest, she's running around in like tights and a leather jacket. And I'm like, yeah, she looks like she belongs here too. And my son didn't skip a beat. He looks straight at me and he goes, you look like you belong in Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. Fair I, play, Aiden. Fair play. <laughs> I think I was doing okay. I wasn't necessarily, I did I was proud of myself. I did go in with the intention to get an Iron Maiden shirt, and I did come out with one. But I wasn't completely out of place. I mean, I was still wearing my horror merch. I had my We Watched a Movie tee on, so I was representing. I felt pretty good about that. Okay. You look like you look like the woman who has abandoned her husband in Home Depot to go look at appliances or something because she's bored looking at tools. Which is... Not wrong. Which has happened. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, would you prefer me abandon you? Or, while you're examining lumber, would you prefer me standing there dancing like I so often do? Now, you can go look at whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway. So, I guess now we're going to segue into our TV talk. You're probably tired of talking about Scream anyway. (laughs) Well, yes. So, (laughs) I really never thought we would do TV on this podcast, though. You know, we're here to talk about anything and everything. And like I said, because of this game we got invited to, it just seemed like the perfect opportunity to, you know, kind of relive our TV lives, I guess. Um, well, mine's short and pathetic. <laughs> so 
I'm so, talking about my TV life. Anyway. Um, so our number one question got? here is, uh, what were our favorite cartoons as kids? So do you want to start with that? My favorite cartoon when I was a kid was whatever cartoon was on a channel that our antenna would pick up clearly. <laughs> um, I don't know. I watched Looney Tunes. Uh, before they were banned or canceled or whatever they've done with Looney Tunes. Watched a lot of Tom and Jerry, Ninja Turtles. The first Ninja Turtles, not whatever this weird stuff is that's going on now. G.I. Joe. I watch G.I. Joe sometimes. He-Man. He-Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just really dated myself a whole lot on how old I am, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, I don't even care. The Looney Tunes weren't first run cartoons, but all the rest of those were brand new. <laughs> right. I wasn't watching those as syndication, though those were new. Um, and Scooby Doo, I watched a lot of Scooby Doo. Yeah, I, th- I think everybody that's a horror fan they uh, they always start with Scooby Doo. That's like you know what what ends up forming this love for horror movies. But that could just be me. Yeah. Um, I did a ton of Scooby Doo. Like I did a few iterations of that. Like, of course, the original run. I think everybody watched that. But I also remember the ones you know where they do the guest spots. You know, like they'd have the Adams Family on there or the Harlem Globetrotters. Um, Corn. Oh, that didn't come until later. That was South Park. Oh, that was South Park. <laughs> that was kind of Scooby Doo-ish. They were ripping off Scooby Doo for sure. Um, I wanted to think. Didn't they have like Abbott and Costello on there at they some did. point? They did. I mostly remember the Adams Family though. The Adams Family and the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. Those are the ones that I think that popped up the most often. I think they did a crossover with Josie and the Pussycats, but that was a I don't remember that. Too, so I don't think that counts. But yeah, and then when you and I were pretty fucking young they also had pup named scooby-doo do you remember that one yes i was not as young as you then again (laughs) no you were not that one was new (laughs) i think i was probably scrappy doo oh yeah no i didn't like scrappy doo did you i I like scrappy did you yeah pup power (laughs) i was little i didn't know any better (laughs) um I don't remember too much about Pup Named Scooby-Doo, except just that it was on and it was one of the ones I watched. Yeah. That one, when it came in, I was probably on my way out of watching cartoons like that. Mm-hmm. Like that was... I was, kind of I was the, probably seven or eight. I was sort of at the very top of the age bracket for that cartoon. Mm-hmm. So I watched it, but I, it wasn't like my favorite. I had moved on to, what, like X-Men and stuff by then. Right. Except for Darkwing Duck. I did watch Darkwing <laughs> I would still watch Darkwing Duck if it came on. And Gargoyles. And Gargoyles. Didn't, like, the greatest voice actor of our generation do Gargoyles, Keith David? Yeah, I think so. I think he did. I think he did. Like, but the problem with the 90s is that, just like the movies, there were a lot of cartoons that came on, and I, maybe I liked them, but they ran for one season, and then they canceled them, so... Yeah. My problem was, and in, in you and I kind of have the same thing, where we kind of grew up as poor kids, and so we didn't have access to a lot of the cartoons that were popular. So while some of them I did get to see, it wasn't typically at home. It was somewhere else, you know, at a different family member's house or a friend's house. Because, like, one of the shows I really liked from my childhood was Batman the Animated Series, but unfortunately, it was not one that I got to watch at home because I think it came on Fox or something and I didn't have that. So I only got to watch it, you know, at a friend's house and stuff. But I remember really, really enjoying that show in particular. 
Um, but same as you, I did, I did Looney Tunes. I fucking love Looney Tunes. Like, I think I have a whole, I've subscribed to this channel called Eighth Man DVD on YouTube whenever I just get in the mood for watching those because you can go and find some of those really fucking old, obscure ass cartoons or Looney Tunes. Um, but also came from the generation of, Still watching Flintstones and the Jetsons and, and most Hanna-Barbera stuff. Yeah, Yogi. Yeah. Um, again, wasn't on TV. You know, we did a lot of VHS. Like, anytime we had a little bit of money, my grandpa would buy us cartoons on VHS. So I also did a lot of the old Fleischman cartoons um, where you could sing along with the bouncing ball or... Merry Melodies. Yeah, uh, that's still Looney Tunes. But... Um, yeah, but they didn't all have... Yeah, I know um, what you mean. Like Bugs Bunny in them. Yeah, yeah. So. They do like the, what is it, Funny Farm or, you know, they'd have those yeah, one-offs. Yeah, where... ones that were like, it was like National Geographic or something, but animated. <laughs> yeah. And it was funny. Yeah. Um, and well, then uh, also Tales from the Crypt Keeper, because that kind of came out around the same time as... Uh, the TV show was kind of nearing its end, and that was one that I really enjoyed watching. And then, of course, if you remember, after all those cartoons would typically wrap up, then you'd have, like, some, like, made-for-TV children's movie that would come on after all those were over. Do you remember that? No, not really. Okay, because we only had, like, one channel, and it was ABC, and that was their thing. Like, you'd start at, like, 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning with, like, Denver the Last Dinosaur or Captain Planet or something. I remember those. And you would run on until noon, I think, and it always ended with, like, Looney Tunes. And then after that, they would have, like, some, like, weird little TV movie. Like, I remember watching uh, The Mouse and the Motorcycle when I was little. Um, and then, you know, kind of coming up into that next era when you're a little bit older, um, it was fucking all about Animaniacs, Pinky and the Brain, of course, uh, at, by this time, I was living in a house where we did have cable, <laughs> so I had a little bit more access to stuff then. But yeah, loved Pinky and the Brain. That was like one of my things. Um, and then Power Rangers. Did you ever do Power Rangers? No. <laughs> really? No. I feel like every kid at least watched an episode or two. No. <laughs> I was aware of the Power Rangers. <laughs> I knew what they looked like, but I never watched. So here's the thing. I don't know when they came out here, like in the United States, because they started somewhere else, didn't they? I don't know. Anyway. I, I, I'm not up on the history on that. Well, I'm, we've done a couple of movies from New Zealand, and half the people that acted in those were Power Rangers. So, Well, I think Power Rangers, but, uh, they got Power Rangers in every country. So, Yeah. Well, I mean, they were actually actors in it. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, I have no idea what the origin of the Power Rangers is, but by the time they came around and got popular on TV, I was already working. So really, yeah, you were already 15 or 16 because I would have only been 10, which would put you at 13. Yeah, but we worked. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's part of the reason I never watched a ton of cartoons. Like all my cartoon watching was condensed into the occasional Saturday when we didn't work and then Sunday mornings before church. Yeah. Like that was about it because uh, most time we worked Saturdays and of course no cartoons during the week because you got school, but. We did too, but we always had the thing where, you know, we got up at stupid fucking o'clock in the morning and we would sit down while we're waiting for the bus and have the TV on while we're sitting there waiting. So we did, we did get to get a little bit, I think that's when, mainly when I watched it, I think it was Animaniacs, Pinky and the Brain and Bobby's World and Power Rangers that would come on before I had to get on the bus for school. So yeah, 
I don't know why. Well, see, we didn't ride the bus, so I wasn't up that early. Yeah, my mom woke us up stupid early every morning to get on the bus. And oh my God, like, as a parent now, I can get the kids out of bed and have them ready in 20 minutes. Like, and Isabel takes a bus, I can still get her ready in 20 minutes. So there's never time for them to really sit and watch cartoons because they'd rather sleep. Yeah. Don't blame them there. <laughs> yeah, but no, a lot of those cartoons, I... I don't know. I, I knew about them, but I didn't really watch them. So yeah, I that was pretty much like. And once I got out of watching cartoons, like I I did watch Dragon Ball when I got a little bit older than the, the age group that you're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, that was a little bit later. I was already an adult because I worked a weird second shift where I got off at two o'clock in the morning, and that's typically what would be on when I got home. Mm-hmm. So I would watch Dragon Ball for a little bit and before I went to bed. But I mean. Yeah, wasn't a lot of TV watching there. Like, my teen years were pretty well occupied. Well, let's move on to that, okay? Because while you and I weren't terribly versed in TV watching as kids, we are very aware of what was in the zeitgeist at the time just because we had parents who did... I would say probably your mom in particular had a lot of shows that she liked in that era, Um my mom was a soap watcher, so I don't remember a lot of huge primetime TV. She, like, I remember coming home from school and she would set the timer on the VCR every day to record her soaps while she was at work. And then when I would get home after school, I'd have to sit through hours of The Young and the Restless and all my children, One Life to Live in General Hospital every fucking day. It was... It was to the point where I was invested in those characters <laughs> because I I didn't have any choice but to have to sit and watch that shit every day. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What did they watch? I remember they watched Thirty uh, Something, like Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman, Adventures of Briscoe County Junior. They watched several westerns, like even the old ones, like Rifleman and Gunsmoke, crap like that. Mm-hmm. I remember those. Um. Walker Texas Walker, Ranger. Walker Texas Ranger when it came around. <laughs> Yeah. Um, they went through a phase there where they were watching a ton of TBN. You had the Christian broadcasting thing. So No comment. Yeah, they watched the 700 Club, which if you don't know what that is, then you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to describe it for you. You're better off. Uh, what else? I'm, I'm kind of drawing a blank here. I, I guess my biggest thing from the 90s, my biggest takeaway as far as TV from there was TGIF. I guess. Did you participate in any of that? I don't know what that is. Like... Like, I know, thank God it's Friday, but I don't know... Well, it was like a TV block they would do on Friday nights, and it was like that whole must-see TV thing. And so that was where you had your Full House and uh, Family Matters, um, Step by Step. Those are the only three I can really, really remember. No, they didn't do those. Oh, but, they did do Quantum Leap and MacGyver. Oh yeah, I think I think everybody did. MacGyver. And by they, I mean my mother. She did. A lot. <laughs> TV was more her thing, really. Yeah. Like if my dad was going to watch TV, it was always Discovery Channel. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't matter what it was. Searching the pyramids, animals tearing each other apart, whatever. Yeah, my mom was obsessed with Cheers, so I watched a lot of Cheers when Seen I was a some kid. Cheers. Um, I wish I hadn't. <laughs> I don't really remember enough about it. I guess. Um, I, I know she watched it because she loved Woody Harrelson. Um, but beyond that, I don't remember enough about it, except who's in it. Who's the boss? Who's the boss? Yes. 
Watched some of that. Perfect Strangers. Um, I didn't really do a lot of the Golden Girls. Like, I know enough. And, no, we didn't like, either. I can sing you the theme song. I won't, but I could because I did watch some of it. Um, so when you say, quick, think of a TV theme song, the only one I can ever <laughs> think of is Facts of Life. Really? Yeah. I didn't even, I, I never watched Facts of Life. Or Happy Days. I, 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 watched, did, I did watch a lot of I Happy Days. I watched both of those, but not willingly. <laughs> I had an aunt that loved watching those. I liked Happy Days. That was pretty good. Um, I did watch some of the Cosby show growing up, um, but there were other things like Doogie Hauser that I think maybe I caught an episode or two of. Cops. Cops was a big fucking deal in my house for a little bit. Um, it was one of those things where... You know, like even we, we do it now where we sit down to dinner and we put on whatever show to watch while we're eating and like right after we're eating. And in our house, Cops was one of those for some reason. I feel so bad for you now. (laughs) And then um, The X-Files was one that was really popular, but I never watched it. Yeah, my my folks watched The X-Files. Yeah, I I think I might have caught one episode or two, but it's it's honestly not one that I've ever really had an interest in and I know for me that's really weird, but Yeah, I don't want to believe. <laughs> but um moving on, there was also um I, I really loved watching Martin. Martin was a show I watched with my mom as well as in Living Color. Um, let's see. Uh, dinosaurs. Tell me you remember dinosaurs at least. We didn't have cable. Okay, but I think I, I, remember, I remember you talking it. about it. I remember it, but... Uh, and I saw an episode here and there, but it wasn't at home. Not the mama. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't get to watch them at her house. If I was going to see those, it had it was at somebody else's house that had cable. Yeah, and then of course one of my fondest fondest memories was, and I'm I'm probably aging myself here, but at some point Tales from the Crypt went into syndication. And it was on the Fox network. And it was one of those that you had to wait till like the 10 o'clock news aired and stuff. And it would come on at like 11 o'clock at night on Saturday nights. And that was one that it was like, I was always dreading to see because I was terrified of the Crypt Keeper. But yet it was like the car crash. Like I had to watch it. I had to see, you know, and, (laughs) um, I would go over friends' house houses and watch it when I would have a sleepover. And one of our friends, or one of my friends, lived in, right next door to us. And there was an episode that scared me to death. And I think Travis knows exactly which one I mean. Um, it was called Fitting Punishment. And I was at a friend's house. And if anybody, anybody who knows that episode knows that this kid gets his feet cut off in the last few minutes of the episode. And... That night was awful because my sister ended up, like, getting this nosebleed that was uncontrollable. And I was sitting there terrified from the episode. So she and I just ran straight home at midnight, <laughs> like, beating on my mom's door, like, let us in, let us in. So um, that's an episode that I have soft spot for, obviously. <laughs> and then to name another one that was probably the most influential on me, I would say, that is carried on into the generations, that would start not just Tales from the Crypt, but that would also be Saved by the Bell, oddly enough. Because I feel like that's one that, yes, as old as it is, it has transcended uh, generations and... No way. No way. (laughs) Maybe not for you. Zach Morris is trash. (laughs) So says the internet, but... 
it was one that when it was on, I was definitely watching it. I I could name you favorite episodes in particular that if I'm going to go back and rewatch the series, I almost immediately go to those episodes first. So uh, I ended up moving those down and see you're, you're a guy that's like, I didn't watch that. I didn't like that. But our son likes that show. Like if I'm watching it, he has favorite ones that he, and he can quote them. And I don't think he really likes it. I think he's trying to figure out Mario Lopez's secret to immortality. <laughs> no. Because he looks exactly the way he did in the TV show. Uh, that's, that's true, but. He's well preserved. <laughs> but no, we've had all three of our kids sit and watch and binge that show with me and it, it's nice. It's nice to have something that I can pass along from my childhood to them. But yeah, apart from Tales from the Crypt and Saved by the Bell, I can't really think of any older shows that I was like, oh my God, kids, you have to watch this. I grew up with this. Except for yes. the, the two of those. No, there's one more, but we're going to talk about it later. Oh, yeah? Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 Are you talking about my we'll, favorite TV we'll, show? We'll come around to that one when we get to the actual whatever this game thing is. <laughs> All right, so then we come into what we watched in our adolescence. Um, but you and I, like we've already said, you're three years apart, or you're three years older than me. So the things that were popular when I was a teenager, you were like, I'm a working man, I'm kind of over this shit, and I got better things to do. Yeah, I didn't watch a lot of TV when I was a teenager. Namely, work or go drinking with your buddies. So, well, yeah. I mean, when, <laughs> when I was... When I got old enough to drive, I just wasn't home anymore. Yeah. So it was kind of like, where are you going? Out? When are you coming back? Eventually. See, so, I did not grow up in um, a lax household like that. Oh, no. I didn't say that it was approved. <laughs> but uh, like, I just wasn't home a lot. Like, I worked. And then, yeah, go out yeah. after work, have a few beers. There was no... Come home at one o'clock in the morning. There was no, when are you going to come home? I don't know. My mom was like, she'll hunt you down like, yeah. and murder you. But, you know, I was still afraid of my parents. <laughs> I think they figured that if the police in the hospital didn't call, that I was probably okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> I had a... Although the police did occasionally follow me home, but... Yeah, no. I had the, I had no, the typical I just, Mexican mom that would, like, hunt you down and kill you. Yeah. But no, really, though, I did... I worked, like, starting... When I get 16 and I was, and I was old enough to work legally, I mean, I had worked... Up to that point, mostly, you know, those cash paying jobs. But uh, at that point, yeah, I probably, I was probably working 30, 40 hours a week during high school, mm -hmm. just making money. I don't yeah. know. It's what I want to do. I figured they paid me to be there. So, well, it's the same thing with me. Once I got old enough to work, that's what I did. I, I uh, had like two free periods at the end of the day. So I would leave school and go to work from like three to 10 o'clock, something yeah. like that. Maybe one to 10 o'clock, depending on whatever. Um, I did a little bit of waitressing and nursing and all that. So, yeah, I I'm with you. And then whenever yeah. I wasn't working, I was probably cruising the drag with my friends or, you know, up to some stupid teenager shit. Yeah, but, just, I, I was not attracted to television at the time, I guess. But I did have that period between not being able to drive and being able to drive. And at that time, uh, that was when the CW, or it wasn't called the CW then, it was called the WB, like when it initially started off. And so you had, and to bring him up again, this is our Kevin Williamson era where we got Dawson's Creek um, and Felicity, Buffy. Um, and I'm 
I wouldn't say I watched everything, but I was definitely a Dawson's Creek and Felicity Girl for several years. Like, those shows actually followed me into adulthood because they were still running when I became an adult. So I just continued to watch them. Not like as they were coming out, but I tried to catch them when and where I could because when you and I got together, Dawson's Creek was still running like for a couple of years. Like I think it ran up until the year we got married, maybe something like that. It ran for a while. Um, And then Felicity, I kind of, I would watch it and then I would drop it and then I'd watch it and then I'd drop it. Um, But I fucking loved it. And then I think I'd be remiss to not mention Fresh Prince because I feel like that is a huge part of everybody's TV watching life, I guess. Maybe I'm I'm wrong in that, but... You are. We didn't watch it. Oh, gosh, we did. I. But the thing is, I don't remember really watching it in its initial run. I think by the time I picked it up, it was already in syndication. So it was kind of like one of those ones that you would, you'd catch a few episodes from one season and then maybe catch another for another season. But a lot of these shows, we didn't necessarily watch when they originally aired. We picked them up when we were adults and we've got a list pretty well there. Yeah, the only one that I remember that I think I think it came out during that time period was Smallville. Mm-hmm. And my parents watched it. I didn't really watch it. I just, I remember seeing it like in passing <laughs> when I was mm-hmm. somewhere, when I was in the, in the in between times when I wasn't at school or wasn't at work and I happened to go home, mm-hmm. you know, they would be watching that. So I don't, <laughs> but I didn't watch it. And I think Buffy too. Yeah. I was, I was aware of those things. But I didn't watch them until exactly. you. So. Yeah, I was going to say, and that, that pretty much brings us into the me and you era. So for everybody not in the know, Travis and I have been together since 2001, so forever ago. <laughs> but No, it just feels like it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but um, we, we moved into our first apartment pretty much the fall that I graduated high school. And we, you know, we were a couple of kids that didn't have anything to our names. And so this really shitty first loft apartment that we had, we had no cable because we couldn't afford it. Um, so but we had a DVD player. We had a DVD player. And, and we kept Blockbuster in business. <laughs> this was, I would say this is probably where my love of film really started. Because while I have always loved horror movies in particular and always loved movies, this was an era where we really didn't have any choice but to watch what we could. And because I only liked a certain type of movie, once you and I got together, you were like, okay, you like those, but why don't you try these? And so you actually kind of broadened my movie watching a little bit, like... Oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of the movies that you were really into when we got together. Tango and Cash. Tango and Cash. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Pitch Black, I remember, was one you really, really liked. You were obsessed with Vin Diesel, which is funny because right about that time was when the first Fast and the Furious came out. Mm-hmm. That was like one of our first dates was to go watch that movie. Yep. Um, and then, oh my goodness, Heat. I think I remember you making me watch Heat, which I'm still not a huge fan of, but... yeah. Um, you also brought these like older movies into my life that I had never, would have never have even thought about watching like Wayne's World 
or that's been recently though because you you refused to watch Wayne's World for a long time. Um, Beavis and Butthead Do America was one that you had on VHS, which is funny that I like that because we never had enough money to afford cable. We never had MTV. Yeah, so that was the first and only time I had seen Beavis and Butthead. I was not allowed to watch it. Like if anybody knew you were trying to attempt to put that on, you were in trouble. So another one that's kind of like that, I guess, is The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. But I just have not picked that one up. Yeah, but well, that's one that it was it was banned in our house mm-hmm. uh, when I was a kid. I guess when it when it first came out, and I just never circled back around to that. I tried watching a few episodes. It's just not for me. Yeah, we'll get into those in a couple of minutes because that's an old list all to itself. But um, but then by the time we got around to our second apartment, when you had got promoted with your uh, job, we still didn't have cable. We still, we, we bought a lot of fucking DVDs and this is where I started really honing my horror, uh, repertoire. You're talking about Suncoast? Yes. Yeah. That's when J-horror happened. (laughs) Was it? Yeah. I don't remember doing that until later. Because a lot of that crap, like Ichi, you couldn't find it anywhere. I don't remember doing that until way later, but however, we did have with whatever antenna was in that apartment complex or whatever the hell was going on, we were able to get access to one channel in there and that's where i discovered buffy and yeah i have that's a show that i will continue to go back to throughout my life and that's another one that has been passed on to the kids along with fresh prince i forgot to mention that before that the kids really love that show too um but that's where i started uh buffy and angel and smallville i don't even know what channel that was but it was like they would do a few episodes early in the morning before everything else started. Um, so you could catch them at like five o'clock in the morning. And because you were working overnight at the time, I was on the same schedule you were. So a lot of that stuff came with uh, just being kind of lucky. And I ended up becoming fucking obsessed with the Buffy verse. Like, not so much the Whedon verse, um, but the Buffy verse for sure. Um, and then that kind of leads us into what we're watching as adults. Because I would say starting from that point was where, because I was catching these shows and starting to get invested in them, then I would watch the offshoots of what would come from those. And then, of course, you and I, we did eventually get married and get a a real house. And we were able to get real satellite TV. Because <laughs> when, when, by the time we got married, that's when Direct TV and Dish Network and all that became a huge thing. And we would have... 900 channels and only watch five of them. (laughs) But again, you really, why don't you just go ahead and talk about it? You really don't watch, you're not a TV person. I'm really not. I'm really not. I like a movie, I think. And I like, I like a bigger variety of movies than you do. But, um, I think for me, um, I need a beginning and an end. And a movie typically provides that. Even if you have to watch three movies to get the beginning and then get the end. I'm okay with that. But with a TV series where it just drags on and on and on, I just can't stick with it that long. I just can't, you know, I I don't know. So in our more recent years, you have been, you have had to sit through a lot. So is there anything that stands out for you as far as while I didn't stick with it the whole time or whatever, I can remember it being you know, part of our lives and, and watching it and liking it. You want me to just name some TV shows? <laughs> well, you can elaborate a um, little bit. We watched a shitload of Buffy and Angel. Um, and you did like those. Yeah. Walking Dead, briefly. 
Spartacus. I'm trying to remember. I think that's about <laughs> it. Like, I know you watched other stuff, and I think I may have been present for some of it. But, um, yeah, some of them like Dexter. That was your thing. I never did really get into Dexter. I never really got into Breaking Bad. Sons of Anarchy, I was good for like the first two seasons, and then I kind of fell off because I just, I don't know. They kind of went down the Supernatural rabbit hole for me, which we watched the hell out of Supernatural. Oh, okay. I thought you were meaning there was Supernatural stuff. I'm like, what? No, 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 no. (laughs) But like Sons of Anarchy, that was one where they had to, like every season we had to get up something bigger, something bigger. You know, Jax is in trouble. This person's in trouble. And it was, it felt like they were just sort of wash, rinse, repeat. Like, we're just going to keep doing the same stuff. And I feel like Supernatural did that, too, which is the reason I stopped watching. Because, um, like, this season on Supernatural, Dean dies and Sam brings him back. Next season on Supernatural, Sam dies and Dean brings him back. And they did that shit for 15 years. So, and I know some people love it. I just, I couldn't stick with it, personally. Um, He's being very modest. There were several episodes that he really enjoyed and we would come back and rewatch. Yeah, no, I'm not episodes. being modest. I'm just telling you that that's the reason I didn't watch. Like there may be select episodes like Bad Day at Blackrock. That was funny. And I, I, you know, don't mind going back to watch that one. But as far as continuous watching, there's probably a ton of episodes that I've never seen mm-hmm. just because I, I don't know that I, I skipped entire seasons on some of those. So, but you know, that was me. I, I don't know. I, I guess it's because partly when you have kids and you settle into the routine of, you know, everybody does their thing. And then at night, like I said, you sit down, you have dinner. And what else are you going to do? I mean, I, I, I do other things other than watch TV, obviously. I, I do like to read books, so I'm not completely vapid here. But let's be real that in our day and age, Prime TV got to be bigger than what it was when we were kids. You had like HBO level dramas coming to normal TV and they kept playing with um, what they were allowed to get away with because at some point you got where you got to get profanity or you got to get nudity or get into much darker storylines than anybody would have even dreamt of doing in the 90s. No, no, no. Because I remember they made a big deal out of the first time they were showing nudity on TV and it was NYPD Blue. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they showed that redheaded dude's butt. <laughs> and they're like, come on, guys. That's the best you could do. Well, I believe they were also the first show to say shit. Yeah. Because South Park made a big deal about that. Yes, they did. <laughs> but but no, we we live in an era where where HBO their content has become huge. And I have enjoyed so much of HBO throughout my adulthood. Uh, Like, I would say probably starting with Oz. Like, I fucking love that show. And I'm not really into police procedurals. or I I never really got into the whole CSIs or anything like that. But Oz was something, it was a different beast altogether. You had subject matter that you just didn't see anywhere. And you had these really, I don't know, it's hard to describe. You had these characters that while you couldn't necessarily empathize with or root for, they were so compelling that you were like, oh my God, I got to see what happens next. And then, of course, in that era, we also got like Six Feet Under, which you know that I adore the hell out of, Um, have gone back and rewatched it many, many times. Um, And then, of course, everybody got into Game of Thrones. Um... I was not as big a Game of Thrones fan as a lot of people I know. <laughs> I know you really were into it. It There's going to be probably some other 
other shows that we talk about here that I would probably lump into the same category as Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones had some episodes that were really, really good. But then it had some episodes that nothing happened. So, I don't know. I think that was kind of the thing with, with Game of Thrones. You never knew what you were going to get. Mm-hmm. And that was... That's probably one of the very few that I've actually... I think I've seen all of them. Mm-hmm. I think I actually watched all of Game of Thrones. You did. Um, but not all episodes are created equal, for sure. Because right. there were some of them that's like, God damn, when's this thing going to be over? <laughs> like, are we, are we there yet? I just remember, like, even with that pilot episode... We were when we were sitting there watching it and throughout being like, I felt like I was watching something I wasn't supposed to because especially in that first season, it got to be pretty fucking pornographic in some scenes. And I'm sitting there like Spartacus was the same way. Yeah, it was. It really was. But I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, I can't watch this in front of you. Like I'm sitting there all bashful and shit. Um in particular, I remember in the first season, there was this very explicit girl-on-girl scene, and we're sitting there, and I'm looking at you like, um, like, I, do I need to leave the room or something? Like, I, I, I was so fucking uncomfortable. Um, but that was, like, the first time that had ever happened, and since then, I'm obviously more lax, but that was the first one I remember being like, oh my god, I feel like I shouldn't be watching this, <laughs> like, even though I'm a grown-ass adult. And then, of course, True Blood came along, and it was, like, literally somebody smashing in every other episode. Or... True Blood's just vampire porn. <laughs> um, and that was another one I stuck with for a long time. But then um, I also got the opportunity to go and watch shows that maybe were popular in the 90s, but I didn't get around to them until I was an adult. And that would be like Twin Peaks. I don't know. Like, I remember its original run. I remember it being advertised on TV when I was a kid, but I didn't. I never. I remember my my mom watched Twin Peaks. She told me she didn't. Yeah, I I remember them watching it. (laughs) But I also remember her telling me, that I needed to go to my room because I couldn't watch that. Really? And now as an adult, I've watched it. And I'm like, what the hell was she sending me? My room yeah, there's for? like literally there's nothing in there. That is so damn tame in it's comparison. So weird. It's yeah. just it's just a strange show, but yeah. it's good. It's it's oh man, like I I think I've already mentioned a hundred times on this podcast at least that I'm like a huge David Lynch fan girl. So. I have gone back and I've repeat repeated watched all of Twin Peaks, including um, it the return, which was for all intents and purposes season three, um, and then and that's uh, one of the very few that when you put it on, I will I will actually watch it with you because it's just so fucking different. Yeah, there's nothing like, like you it. You put on some of the other stuff like when you're going, doing your Dawson's Creek revisit, and then I, I just have don't. not done that in years. Or there's a lot of them, and I, I may be there. But I'm not really watching. But when you put on Twin Peaks, I'll actually watch that. Yeah. Aiden actually really likes Twin Peaks, too. Like, he and I binged that together. And it's it's fun watching that show with somebody who's never seen it. And, be, and just seeing their mind get blown, I guess. Because, again, nothing. Nothing else like it. Even though there has been many people try to recapture that. And there's just, there's no doing it. Absolutely. Um, or Friends. <laughs> I cannot tell you how sad I get when people are like, I don't like Friends. Friends is a funny. Like, what show are you watching? Because I laugh my ass off in every fucking episode of that show. And yes, they're not exactly people anybody could really relate to because obviously there's a certain amount of wealth and living in New York and having all these single problems. And I've pretty much been married since birth. I think we've established that. Um... 
but they're still funny. And that's another one that you have sat and you've watched. Like, I remember when I first started watching it, you were like, oh my God, I have no interest in this. This is a stupid show. I don't want to watch it. Why are you doing this to me? And I and then I saw Joey wearing a turkey on his head. <laughs> and I thought, fuck is this? I need to, I need to find out more. Yeah. So you ended up like loving the show for whatever reason. And so do I. And it's one that I go back. It's a comfort show for me. I have like a short list of what my comfort shows are. And that's one of them. Um, and then let's not forget about the obsession that was Doctor Who for like a good solid two, three years of my life, maybe, where I was one of those girls that I had a favorite doctor and I went to Hot Topic and I bought all the shirts. <laughs> <laughs> because I was still in my early 20s when this happened. So the kids were babies. I wasn't like a full proper adult yet. Um, but yeah, I absolutely love that show. I mean, I was never an original run Doctor Who fan because it was way, obviously way before my time. But starting, you know, when they brought it back with Christopher Eccleston, um, up until Matt Smith, I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed to say that I did have points where once they would bring on a certain doctor, I'm like, that's it. I'm done. I don't want any more of this. Well, you're not going to address it, but I will address it. So I like Doctor Who also, and I will put it kind of in the same category with Game of Thrones in that it was good and it was good enough to keep me watching it, but it does have some duds. So mm -hmm. if you go watch it, if you haven't seen it and you go watch it. Watch multiple episodes. Don't just watch one because the one that you choose to watch may not be one of the good ones, but there are some good ones in there. Um, I liked Eccleston. I liked the guy that came after him. <laughs> I'm going to hit you. David Tennant. Everybody loves fucking David Tennant. And then I liked Matt Smith. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then Peter Capaldi came on. He wasn't funny, so I quit watching. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. And I haven't watched one since. Like, if we're going to watch Doctor Who, I'll go back and watch one of those other three, but... Mm -hmm. Peter Capaldi, he had been in Doctor Who before playing other characters, right? He'd been in there a couple of times. Like one of them, he was a Roman. Yes. Right? He had gone back in time. Yes. He had done a couple uh -huh. of cameos in Doctor Who. And you're looking at me like funny because you didn't remember that. And I did. Ha ha. <laughs> True. But I remember um, it now that you're talking about it. Yeah. And we'll, we'll do a, a different pillow talk and I'll talk about Rose. But um, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and uh, the other one. Shit, now I can't remember her name. But anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah. Amy Pond, yeah, you're a big fan of Karen Gillan. I am, and he's just sitting here <laughs> thinking about her, probably in that little policeman uniform, right? You can read my mind. <laughs> no, I just I don't know. For me, the doctor's got to be funny, and I think Peter Capaldi just, was still funny. He just had a, it was that older, drier British sensibility. No, 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 because no. Monty Python is the older, drier humor, and he didn't have that either. Uh, I think, I don't know, agree to disagree. It just wasn't for me I just was the problem. I couldn't get into it. And um, later on, of course, they had the first female doctor, which I had no problem with at, at all. It was just that I had already signed off or left that show with Capaldi. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. And I just never I think that's my problem. I just, up. So, yeah, it, it's tough with Doctor Who because in some sense, you almost need to know the doctor that came before the one mm -hmm. you're currently watching. Because a lot of times they reference things that happened in their past life or whatever. And if you haven't seen that season, then you may not know what they're talking about. And I think that may have prevented me from checking out the new Doctor. Yeah. Just because I know that I'm going to watch it and there's going to be a bunch of holes in it because I never watched Capaldi's. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know. Time will tell. Maybe I'll decide to, because I think those were all on Amazon Prime. I may come back to it later. I just know for the time being, when Matt Smith left, so did I. So. Right. But while we're on the BBC, let's talk about Top Gear, because now that's a TV oh show that God. I like. <laughs> I like watching Jeremy Clarkson do dumb shit in cars. <laughs> yeah, you do. All right. I guess that's, that's it. <laughs> that's pretty much all I got. <laughs> but... um. The shows we watch now, like, there there are some that I watched in their original run, and I'm like, oh, this show is amazing. It's the best thing ever. But I don't find myself going back to them. Like, True Blood, for instance, it was one that I loved while I was watching it, but it, I don't think it's one that I've re- really revisited since, you know? And it's not because there weren't characters that I liked or actors that I liked because I think we all like... um Alexander Skarsgård, we've followed him since that show, but it's not it's not a story that I have felt compelled to go back and revisit. It's another one that feels very of its time, I guess, but um, there are shows that I go back to and go back to and go back to repeatedly, and that's going to be like, like Dexter. Like, I, we just got, or I, sorry, not you, I just got finished watching Dexter New Blood, which I have opinions on. But that's for another show. Um, Breaking Bad, like you said, and the spinoff of that, Better Call Saul, is a fucking amazing show. Um, Sons of Anarchy, the spinoff of that, Mayans MC, which is another amazing show. Um, American Horror Story is another one that I've watched it, but it's not one I go back and revisit because eh, I, I just... I don't think the rewatchability is that high on it. We have been huge fans of It's Always Sunny for years. That's one, again, that there's particular episodes I want to go back and revisit, like The, the Night, Night Man, Man Cometh. Cometh. <laughs> I fucking love that episode. Fist bump. Good Fist job. Bump. Yeah. Um, or there was the one with the water slide, remember? And Frank was going around telling everybody he had AIDS so he could get to the front of the water slide. <laughs> was so good um and there's there's many more and we won't get into all that but uh uh the walking dead that was one you started me on mm-hmm. supernatural was one you started me on spartacus was one i started you on yes game of thrones was one i started you on yes um the only ones of the ones you started me on that left a lasting impression was probably supernatural you know because the walking dead like my daughter's still watching or our daughter's still watching it I lost interest years ago. I don't know. I feel like that's a that's a horse they've just beat to death. When Rick left, you left. Pretty much. I, I think that's fair. I know a lot of people left when Glenn got killed. I was still okay. But when Rick was gone, I didn't see the point anymore. Because he was the person we were going along this journey with. I didn't. I wasn't attached enough to any of the other characters to stick around to see what happened to them. No. That may sound shitty, but. No. Well, because everybody had, you had the Daryl groupies. And, you know, there was that big thing. Daryl was not even in the graphic novels. They just added him yeah, in there, there for was the a, TV show. Yeah. For a point of reference, we also did read the graphic novels, but um, there was well, that, some of them. Yeah. There was that whole thing. If if Daryl leaves, we riot. And I was just never on that train, I guess. For me, it was if Rick leaves, we riot. And pretty much when Rick left, so did I. Now, I have gone back and I have... Stayed current just because I feel like I started from the beginning. I need to see how it ends, at least. Um, as of now, I don't know if it's still running, if they're still in that final season or what. 
I'll have to go back and check it out. But London, bless her, she sticks with it. <laughs> I don't know how, but yeah, it's just not for me anymore. I don't um, know how they're still going. I, I and honestly, if you love it, if you love the show, I'm sorry. I just oh, uh, it's some point. At some point, for me, you're just recycling the same stuff again, sort of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning, the the enemy was zombies, and then they're just kind of fighting for survival, and then you get. One big bad, and then you get another big bad who's a little bigger and a little badder than the last one, and then you mm-hmm. get another big bad who's a little bigger and a little badder than the last one. And at some point, I just can't stay with something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's my problem. Um, and it, uh, it's going to be shitty. It's kind of the same thing with Supernatural. I really liked it, and I want to say it's probably the first three seasons when it was just Scooby-Doo. You know, when it was the two brothers going around sort of Monster of the Week mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then when they when they took Scooby out of it, and it was just like... A heaven and hell war. I think that's when I kind of, I kind of checked out. Well, even then, like up until season five, like which, which is where I feel like it should have appropriately ended. I thought that storyline was amazing, right? And it would have been, it would have been fitting to end it where they did with the season five finale. But the problem was just loving those characters so damn much that you don't want to see them go is what ended up running it for fifteen seasons and. Yes, I did watch the entire series because I love those characters so much, but I'm not disillusioned. Like, I it probably should have ended at season well, five. Well, we, we liked Dean enough anyway. Yes. To go all the way to Austin to his brewery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. I have pictures to prove it. <laughs> so, which if you're in Texas, he has a brewery called Family Business. It's down near Austin. Yeah. And their beer's pretty good. Beer's really good. Yeah. But, um, and then that leads me to kind of currently what, what I'm watching right now, um, right? Like as of this moment, my life has revolved around Dexter Newblood, Yellow Jackets, and, and just like that, which is a spinoff of Sex and the City, which I can't even believe I forgot to bring up because that's another one of my comfort shows that I have, um, an emotional investment in. And we were talking about it the other day because judge me all you want, but Aiden caught a couple of episodes of it and he was like, the show's hilarious. I'm like, I know it's great. And so I got to telling him about how he is named after one of the characters in the show and going a little bit personal here for a minute. I, um, in 2005, I suffered a miscarriage and I pretty much stayed in bed for a month. I was just devastated and heartbroken And my mom was kind of seeing to me at the time and she ended up buying me the entire collection of Sex and the City to, you know, just so I would have something, I guess. And it ended up being instrumental of pulling me out of my depression. So it's a, it's a show that I'm always going to have a special place for in my heart. Um, not only because of my son being a namesake, but because of that being something that I was able to overcome and get over thanks to these people coming into my lives and making me feel better. So, but, um, yeah, let's just address the elephant in the room that's sitting here right now. We don't watch a lot of TV anymore. Um, well, I've been thinking <laughs> about that and it depends on how you define TV. Um, cause I feel like a lot of your streaming services, Netflix, Hulu, uh, Amazon prime and the HBO max or whatever it is, mm-hmm. they're kicking out series now that are really good. I mean, no, it's not like network cable television or whatever, but yeah, they've got some originals that are pretty damn good. So does that still qualify as TV watching? 
I don't know. The only one I can think of off the top of my head is Cobra Kai. Because, yeah, I just mentioned... That's because you didn't watch Squid Game. <laughs> I did not. I did not. I, I will have to try. I haven't been really big on those original programs, I guess. I don't know. Like I said, Cobra Kai is like, that's my show. I'm obsessed with it. But... Yeah, just thinking off the top of my head about original series, maybe Stranger Things, although I feel like, but because they put so many years between those seasons, I kind of get Riley's interest in that too. Yeah, they waited a long time. Yeah, those kids are going to be like having their own kids by the time this series wraps up. I Probably. Feel like. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but, yeah. but The Witcher, and we'll get to that one later. I don't know if you, you haven't, never mind. I haven't, yeah. You have had no interest in watching The Witcher. I like it. <laughs> Well, again, I think we have established that you kind of like that fantasy world shows kind of a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I like it because they I don't feel like they ever get stuck with the same formula. Like, they don't ever have to recycle mm-hmm. because it's it's kind of like horror movies. They can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. So you don't you shouldn't really run into an issue where, well, it's the same thing, same thing, same thing. Because mm-hmm. there, there's not a limit to what you can do in those. Yeah. Creatively. So, and I've been told I need to get on it because I, 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 I am a Henry Cavill fan, obviously what woman isn't, but I've got a sister-in-law who's told me you really need to get on this show. And I'm like, ah, I just, uh. I feel like I didn't read any of the material. I didn't play any of the games. I'm just like, can I, I didn't really, either. can I get into it if I haven't had that history with it? So I didn't either. I mean, I played one game, showed up on Games for Gold for free. I played for 15 minutes, didn't like it, so I got rid of it. Yeah. But the show's good. <laughs> but the elephant in the room that I speak of is that we tend to watch more YouTube than we do anything else. Okay, that's probably true. <laughs> we really do. Like, uh, I'm just going to throw some people under the bus for a minute. When we are sitting down to eat dinner or we're trying to kill time before bed or whatever, we go back to like six tried and true YouTube channels and we're always rotating between those six. And I would say number one in the number one spot currently stands Jacksepticeye. Like, okay, we need to clarify here that we're not watching his Let's Play or no, his no, no, gaming no. or the old stuff where he was just screaming fuck while playing Fortnite. Although it's adorable. <laughs> it, it's, <laughs> well, I just, I remember hearing him. I could hear one yeah. of the kids listening to him, <laughs> watching him in their room. And I'm like, what are you watching? And they're like, it's Jacksepticeye. And all he's like, fuck, and falling out of an airplane. And I was like, turn that off. You're not watching Jack anymore. I'm like, yes. no. <laughs> and then one night, but, my daughter came to London. She came to me and she's like, okay, but you have to watch this video. And I'm like, I don't watch Let's Play videos. I can't, I, you know, I know. And she's like, this is not a Let's Play video. Like, okay. Was it so, laugh? So this is what's called yeah. the laugh segment. And for a lot of it, he goes through and he's giving commentary on as made or, or as shown for TV ads or whatever you call them. Um, as seen on TV. As seen on TV. Where he's, it's Billy all those, Mays here. Yeah, it's all the commercials. And he's obsessed with the slap chop. <laughs> and his commentary had me fucking dying. I was like rolling and so I was like, where has this been all my life and who all can I share this with? So I have, so we ended up eventually getting you roped into it too. And, and I didn't want to like it. <laughs> we didn't. I'll be but honest. I did not want to like it. But she, now. Yeah. Sean McLaughlin is, 
is is not is such an easy person to like. Like even with the screaming, even with the cussing, he's just genuinely such a nice person and has this great positive mental attitude as he okay. would. Okay. Disclaimer though, his content has gotten better as he has gotten older. Yes. Cuz the ones where he was uh, it's going to sound shitty. When he was like a PewDiePie clone back in the day, and it was just him screaming profanity playing video games, that's not awesome. But uh-huh. since he's gotten a little older, his content's good. Yeah. And I like listening to him make fun of YouTube, like funny YouTube videos and stuff like that. It's, it's funny. And I think that's the reason I like it, because it makes me laugh. Yeah. I I've, mean, I've said it a hundred times. Like, if you can get me to giggle, I'm in. Yeah. I'm, and I'm sold. To go back to Sex and the City and quote them... There's a great line in there that says, at the end of the day, you just want to be with the one that makes you laugh. And it's the same thing. Like, to, if you had a shitty day or whatever, as soon as you put on a Jacksepticeye laugh video or um, perfectly cut screams or uh, try not to cringe, stuff like that, you just sit there and you laugh. And then it, it almost makes the day go away. But moving on, an offshoot of that is watching uh, Markiplier. And he's another guy who was doing the same thing, Let's Play videos, but he also has changed his content and expanded into other things. Um, well, he's a grown-up now. <laughs> because he's, I, I flat refused to watch anything he had there for a while. I just, I had overheard them talking once and I was like, no. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I like his podcast, uh, Distractable. Distractable, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a good podcast. You guys should definitely check that out. And it's just him and Bob and Wade talking shit. About their everyday lives. About Bob's fridge. <laughs> well, n- well, not literally. but He's just calling out an episode, but it's yeah. basically them just talk, giving anecdotes about their everyday lives and their childhoods and stuff. It's a, it's a great listen for sure. And then there's another one that we, we adore watching. And we've watched many iterations because we they've had different channel names for doing the same thing. But right now is where it stands. It's called the Tri-Channel. And it's a bunch of Irish people trying different foods, alcohol, snacks from various countries, including ours. And we love watching to see what they think about different American cuisine and drinks. and. Well, that, that's probably not it for me. Okay. I don't know if they're all actors or comedians or what, but they're hilarious. <laughs> yeah, they I are funny. I just think they're funny. Yeah. Especially when they get wasted. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Um, and then because they've become such a huge part of my life, um, well, some more than others, obviously, but we've brought them up time and time again throughout the podcast. I spend an ungodly amount of time watching the We Watched a Movie channel, um, so much so because these guys just celebrated their 10th anniversary a few days ago, and I had to go back 10 years ago from the beginning of their channel and watch all the way up to current, and I laughed, I cried, like, it's it's such an amazing fucking channel. And yes, they've also evolved over the last 10 years where they were just a couple of guys doing silly skits and movie reviews. And at the time, not just horror, it was all movie reviews. Going through and seeing their evolution and how much they've changed to where they are now. And I would argue pretty damn successful. They're just, they're same thing. Travis ended up getting sucked into them too because they're just fucking hilarious. It's just too... It's nothing polished like dead meat. Sure, you can go and watch those people that have all the sponsors and they have all the money and they're kind of, I'm no offense, they're kind of pretentious and look how funny and clever I am. But these, these just, these two guys from Kentucky, best friends, sitting and having a couple of beers, talking shit about movies, doing these amazing Halloween skits. It, it, I can't say enough about their channel. 
And of course, I would be remiss to not mention many other horror channels that I do watch, like Ryan Hollinger, Cody Leach, In Praise of Shadows. There, there's so many to choose from, and we have listed those, given shout outs in various episodes towards those guys. But as Travis just brought to my attention, I do have my patron saint of YouTube. If I had a Mount Rushmore, he'd be dead center. But of course, I'm talking about Dr. Wolfula, which... I have been there with since the beginning, like literally when he was a teenager, just making home movies. And uh, I have had my kids with me through that whole entire journey up to the point where I actually consider him to be one of my one of my friends. You know, he is somebody I've talked to personally, but I have been through that journey of watching somebody in their infancy of a channel grow to what they are now and I, I think he deserves absolutely all the praise and all the accolades because he is another person that when I've been in a just a fucking pit of despair, I can put on one of his reviews and I have ones that are like, I could probably name top five reviews of his alone, but they're ones that I go back to just because I need that joke. I need that dialogue and it will instantly pull me out of my funk. So yeah. That's what we do. We watch, we probably watch more YouTube than we watch anything else, for sure. I mean, I'm, I don't even feel bad about saying that at this point. I don't, but I think the, the I think YouTube's content has improved from when it first started. Because when it first started, that's all it was. It was people playing video games and people falling down and, I don't know, production value's gone up. I think the content's getting a little better. To a, to a point, there's still some stupid shit on there. But Well. <laughs> but originally, that's all YouTube was, which was a bunch of stupid shit. I still go back and I feel kind of guilty about it. And I feel like that really, that mom that's trying way too hard to... Are you just with trying to be kids? cool for the kids? <laughs> but I fucking love to just go and watch, rewatch old Vines. Like, that's another thing that I go back and do. Like, we quote Vines around this house all the time. Travis <laughs> rolls his eyes. <laughs> but <laughs> how many times have we walked around the house and been like, fuck, I can't believe you've done this. Or I should have left you on that street corner where I found you. But you didn't. <laughs> like, yeah, we've gone back and watched those thousands of times. And for me, they don't get old. So, but that's, yeah, that's pretty much where we stand on TV now. Like, we've, we've also, I mean, we've gotten really long in the tooth on this episode already. But there, there's other things like uh, what shows have are universally loved that we just never got into and that would be stuff like Seinfeld and MASH and Simpsons and The Office. And I feel bad, I guess, but I just, I don't know. I just couldn't get into him, I guess. Well, I, so my, my parents watch MASH. Yeah. It, that's not a new show. So I don't feel like that. I'm pretty sure they were doing reruns when I was a kid. So I don't mm-hmm. feel bad about missing that one. Seinfeld, I just don't think he's funny. <laughs> Sorry. Like his humor just doesn't speak to me. The way I guess it does some other people. Mm-hmm. The Simpsons, maybe if I'd have gotten into it when I was a kid, if I'd been allowed to watch it when I was a kid, it mm-hmm. would be different. But that's just not something I ever got into. By the time I was, I guess, old enough to choose what I was going to watch, I picked Family Guy instead. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> big South Park people um, in this house. So for us, it was always South Park and Family Guy. Yeah. What was the last one on your list there? Uh, Spongebob? <laughs> no, no, no. The ones, that we, the ones that we didn't get into. Oh, um, I also have stuff like Mad Men and The Wire and... Yeah. Oh, The Office. That was another one that you named. I just can't. I don't, I don't know. 
Like, the kids really it's, love it, The Office. It's kind of like Parks and Rec. That's another one that a lot of people really love. And I watched the first couple episodes, and I went back to to my sister-in-law, and I was like, yeah, it's just not really doing it for me. She's like, no, you got to watch the first five episodes. So I went back and watched the first five episodes, and I was like, eh, it's still not really doing it. And she's like, well, you got to watch the whole first season. And I watched the first season, and I was like, nah, I'm just out. Yeah. It just didn't. Yeah, the kids tried to get me on The Office because they binged it over a summer at their aunt's house. And I just couldn't yeah. get into it. I just, I, Michael Scott got on my nerves so damn bad because he was just the worst. I mean, maybe, maybe it's just the first season, but he just seemed like the worst kind of trash human being. And so I couldn't bring myself to enjoy it. But um, there are some I would like to try. Like at some point, I do want to try Seinfeld because all of my friends love that show. And so I'm like, okay. If so many people like it, there's got to be something to it. So I feel like eventually I want to try. Um, the Simpsons, I, I'm with you on that. If if I had maybe started that at the beginning when it was good, because I have heard that it's gotten progressively worse over the years, maybe if I had that nostalgia factor there, I would try again. But I don't know. It's just not one that I've ever... I mean, obviously, I have seen some episodes and I did watch Treehouse's Treehouse of Horror episodes when I was a kid when they were on, but it's not something I ever felt compelled to go back and revisit. And uh, MASH is another one. I feel like at some point, maybe I should just try it just just to see, you know, because so many people love it. Um, maybe I should see what it's all about. That might be one I appreciate as an adult that I didn't when I was a kid. Yeah. But and, when you're a kid, you're not going to get into that show. Yeah. You're just not. And as far as we just brought it up, as far as uh, any cartoons we watch as adults, I would say that's going to go to dr every iteration of Dragon Ball because I, I fucking love Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dra Dragon Ball GT, eh, anything kind of after that. I felt like they were just hashing, rehashing the old series over and over again in some new version, you know, like they would do Dragon Ball Z Turbo or whatever, you know, where they would do a, a more condensed version of the episode. Because as anybody who watched Dragon Ball Z knows, you get five minutes on previously on, and then you get ten minutes of actual show, and then another five minutes on next time on Dragon Ball. So Yeah, it took Goku like six years to make it down, <laughs> what was that? Snake Way. Snake Way. <laughs> yeah, because you get last time on Dragon Ball Z, and then that's like a third of the episode. Yeah. And then you get three minutes of whatever's happening, and then it's next time on Dragon Ball Z. You're like, holy shit, that was fast. Yeah. But, um, and then I've been watching South Park probably since it started, I guess. That was one of those where, no, I was not allowed to watch it, but if I could sneak it in there, I absolutely would. Um, and, while its quality, I would say, has also gone downhill. I mean, not actual quality. It's still a well-made show, but it was getting all, it was getting too political for me. Whereas I was just really, I really adored the antics of the boys when the show first started out. Yeah, it wasn't, a, it's not a quality issue. It was a subject matter issue. Yes. Which I can still watch it because I don't mind it that they start poking fun at political figures. Sometimes I don't mind I, it either. It just I doesn't have pretty, the same charm. Pretty hilarious, actually. But. I just got through watching all of the COVID specials, which I, I did, oddly enough, enjoy. So, but. My issue with it is that their seasons just keep getting shorter. Like, it's like, they don't, they're not even doing the same number of episodes anymore. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. But, um. But that show's been running for a long time. Yeah. 
Yeah, since what, late 90s? Because I was still in high school when they came out. Yeah, probably. When they were making all the characters out of like construction paper cutouts. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Family Guy is another one. We started watching that when Aiden was a baby or so. So, long time. But it's the same one where it was really great in the beginning. And then I would say the Star Wars episodes are some of our favorite in the series. But it's same thing, you know, eventually the jokes stop being funny or they just repeat the same thing over and over till I just kind of lost interest in it. And I'm not ashamed to admit that SpongeBob is still a cartoon that's not, while it's not for my age group necessarily, uh, I started watching it when I was in high school with my best friend, uh, Mary, and it has followed me all the way into adulthood. The kids watched it. We've got favorite episodes. We quote it all the fucking time. It's, yeah, I'm not even ashamed to admit it, but it's another one that it got to a point where it just stopped being funny and, you know, same thing. But guys, that's, that's pretty well it, you know, we could sit here and talk more about what the, all the shows we had to sit through with our kids, but we, you know, that's another episode for another time. But, um, let's, I guess, let's go ahead and (laughs) finish this episode with our bracket game. So I want to give a shout out again to the Mass Debaters podcast who asked me the question of what are your top five TV shows? And I gave them mine and I gave them Travis's and they said, well, hey, can you um, can you play this bracket game for us that we're going to include in our own podcast? And I said, sure. And we will probably feature it on our show as well. So thank you guys. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing this, going back and forth um, and at first, at the beginning of the bracket game, it was not hard, but once we got to the end of it, we were sitting here like, oh my god, I don't want to give this one up. <laughs> so, Travis, if you want to get us started. Okay, so I'm going to need you to phrase all your answers in the form of a question. <laughs> You've never seen Jeopardy? Yes, of course. Okay. All right, so most of these are going to go pretty fast. Like, the very first one is How to Get Away with Murder versus The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And I think for both of us, that's pretty much a no-brainer. Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. Yeah. All day. Mostly because we've never seen that other show. Yeah. So. <laughs> never never had any interest in it. Moving down, it's How I Met Your Mother versus Psych. So I picked Psych just because of the name, because I've never seen either of those. We've never. Uh, yeah. I've never seen either of these shows. And the only reason I picked Psych, which was my choice also, um, was because I know that they did a Twin Peaks episode. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I, yeah. I know what it's about. I know the. I could I could see the two characters on TV and know that it's psych, but I've never actually watched it. Yeah. Uh, next one was Martin versus Futurama. Martin. Now, I picked Futurama just because it's animated. Yeah. You did you never actually watch Futurama? I never watched either one of them. I didn't. Oh, I yeah. I think I already brought it up that me and my mom had a long time where we watched yeah. Martin. So. Yeah. When in doubt, I picked the cartoon. That's what I do. <laughs> you so, would like Martin if you watched it. I'm just saying. So and then Big Bang versus Bones. And then I think we both picked Bones because of... David Boreanaz. Yeah, we were both familiar with Angel, but neither of us have seen Big Bang Theory. Yeah, I think your mother liked Bones, but I don't know. Big Bang Theory felt a little pretentious for my liking. Right. So starting back at the top, it becomes Seinfeld versus Fresh Prince. And again, I picked Fresh Prince just because I've never watched a single episode of Seinfeld. So did I. And then Simpsons and Chappelle Show? Uh, for me, it was Chappelle Show. We me didn't, too. We didn't bring it up, but it's it's another show that we both fucking yep. love. And then Always Sunny in Philadelphia versus The League. 
Neither of us have ever watched the league. No, but we really love It's but Always Sunny. I have a feeling that Always Sunny would have won anyway. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just so. from Frank Reynolds alone. So then Psych versus The Wire. Two uh, shows we've never seen before. Well, I did try The Wire. I, I think I got like three episodes in because Idris Elba, like, that's enough reason right there. But for some reason, it just didn't hold my attention. It's one that I keep wanting to like so much. So I'll probably end up trying it again. Yes, I picked The Wire also because you told me Idris Elba was in it. <laughs> so now it gets tough. So for you... It's Sons of Anarchy versus Martin. And for me, it's Sons of Anarchy versus Futurama. We both picked Sons of Anarchy. Yes, I did. So, it's it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Now, Doctor Who versus MASH. We both choose Doctor Who because I've only seen MASH when I was a child and you haven't seen it at all. Right. And so, we've already touched on Doctor Who being like one of my favorite shows. Right. So that was an easy pick for me. Right. And then Parks and Rec versus Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I picked Game of Thrones, too. Yeah. I really tried Parks and Rec because they keep telling me the guy, the boss in Parks and Rec is supposed to be like my spirit animal or yes. something because he likes bacon and carpentry. <laughs> I mean. And if the whole show was just around him, maybe, but. Doesn't it just become home improvement at that point? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> I don't think so, Tim. But I just never could get into, I see what you did there. <laughs> Except I'm the one with the beard. In the flannel. But yeah, I just couldn't get into Parks and Rec, so Game of Thrones. And then Bones versus The Office. And we both picked The Office because... We did watch it a little we've bit. We've tried it. Although, honestly, I think I like the BBC version better. Uh, that, that seems to be the consensus. So, now moving along. Fresh Prince versus Always Sunny. That was really hard. That wasn't that hard. It was for me because, again... There are so many episodes of It's Always Sunny that I tend to go back to. Um, but I think ultimately Fresh Prince won out just purely because of nostalgia. See, not for me. I like Always Sunny. I do. And I like Fresh Prince. But I like Fresh Prince better for two reasons. The first one is there's nothing in Fresh Prince that I can't watch with the kids. That's true. They can sit in the living room all day long and watch Fresh Prince and I don't have to worry about what somebody's going to say or do. Right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like the Fresh Prince, their episodes are more consistently funny true. than Always Sunny. Because not every one of Always Sunny's episodes is a winner. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. I'll give Sometimes you that. they're fantastic. Sometimes oh, yeah. O'Doyle rules. <laughs> Sometimes O'Doyle. It's O'Boyle rules. <laughs> Sometimes they're just not awesome. So I, I gave Fresh Prince the lead. Out of consistency. And yeah, I think, I don't know that there's an episode of Fresh Prince that I have not laughed at. Like yeah. every single right. fucking episode. Um, okay. So now we're down to, for you, it's Sons of Anarchy versus Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's easy. And then for me, it's Doctor Who versus Game of Thrones. And I picked Doctor Who. Good choice. Same thing. I feel like it's just a little bit more consistent than Game of Thrones. And Doctor Who makes me laugh. Game of Thrones never made me laugh. Right. So... Um, you gonna let me say what my pick yeah. was? <laughs> you you did. You did say no, what your No, I didn't. Was. I didn't. I just said it was easy. Okay. Um my my choice of course was Sons of Anarchy. It's it's better in my opinion, it's better storytelling than Game of Thrones is. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So our finalists on that side are the Fresh Prince and the, for both of us and mm -hmm. the Doctor Who and Sons of Anarchy for each of us. So okay, we'll save so, those for later. Okay. 
Well, we can go ahead and do that. So, out of Fresh Prince and Sons of Anarchy, choose. I don't remember what I picked. I, I'm looking at what you picked. You should feel bad about yourself, too. <laughs> because now I'm going back to, oh my god, that's a hard choice. You picked Sons of Anarchy over Fresh Prince. I did. Will Smith saved the fucking world. <laughs> with Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> and I can't believe you chose bikers over him. That fucking story gets me where I live. I'm sorry. It consistently gets an emotional reaction out of me every single time I watch it. And there is something to be said for a show eliciting an emotional response. I and agree. I just fucking think Sons of Anarchy is an amazing show. So you're choosing Jax Teller over the Fresh Prince. Well, in my own personal life, mm, Charlie Hunnam versus Will Smith. I mean, just saying. Wow. All right. So Sons of Anarchy wins for you. Well, yes. for me, I pick Fresh Prince over Doctor Who. Same reason I picked it over Always Sunny. Fresh Prince is consistently funny. I will agree with your choice. And I I, I just feel like Mall Doctor Who is, is good and you should definitely watch it. Not every episode's a winner. Well, in Fresh Prince, we watched that in its entirety, whereas Doctor Who, we did not. Correct. So. At no point did Will Smith turn into a different person who wasn't as funny. True. <laughs> So, all right. So our finalists on that side are the Fresh Prince and Sons of Anarchy. Because mm -hmm. we can't pick the same things. So, no, we can't. <laughs> so starting the other side, The Witcher versus American Horror Story. I chose The Witcher. I chose American Horror Story just because... Because I you haven't seen The Witcher. Have not seen The Witcher. Yes. Now, here's the thing about American Horror Story. Not all those are created equal. No, they're not. They're not. I There's will agree. There's been some duds. Like, not just dud episodes, but dud seasons. Agree. Right? Agree. So... It's, it's another one like I was talking about with the car crash. Like, I'm aware that not every season has been good, but you watch the next season just in that hope that they'll go back to form. So, did you just compare American Horror Story to The Room, where it's kind of like watching a car crash? <laughs> I would say not to that extreme level. Would you say I level. did not? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> okay. So this one's, this is a good one. Shit's Creek versus Gilmore Girls. Uh, how is that a good one? I, I don't know. I've never seen either one of them. I have not seen either one of them. So we picked Shit's Creek. We did. Because it says shit. Well, here's the thing. While I have not watched it, I know a lot of people who have and love it. Apparently, it's hilarious. So, it may be a show I have to try in the future. Okay. Now, Married with Children and Ozark. I've never heard of Ozark. I have. I think it's about drugs in the Ozark Mountains or some shit like that. I... I've never had... I've seen, I've seen like, trailers for it or ads for it, and I've never had the compulsion to watch it. Yeah. So, I chose Married with Children because I watched it for Christina Applegate. <laughs> When I was a teenager. I did not watch it. I was aware of it, but I was going to give it to it just because Al Bundy, I would say, is definitely more in the zeitgeist. And if you bring up Al Bundy, everybody knows to put their hand in the front of their pants or, you know. Have you ever tried it? I, I think I may have seen an episode here or there. No, have you ever tried putting your hand in front of your <laughs> pants? Shh. Not like that, <laughs> pervert. All right. We don't on. talk about that here. <laughs> so this is kind of a weird matchup. Buffy okay. versus Batman, the animated series. As much as I love Batman, the animated series, it was a big part of my childhood. For just what it is at the end of the day, my pick is Buffy. Yeah, me too. Um, I watched Batman, the animated series a little bit, but... It was creepy. I can't choose Batman over Cordy. 
I just can't. There there were so many things about Batman that were just amazing, like Mark Hamill's Joker, and I remember specifically the villains in that cartoon being so fucking good that, and I, and I can hear the theme song in my head. Like, it's such a good show, but I cannot pick it over Buffy, just because yeah. of what it means to me. All right. So, starting back at the top, for you, Breaking Bad versus American Horror Story. And Breaking Bad. I chose The Witcher. Breaking Bad is just fucking first class storytelling. Yeah. No. I know you don't agree, but. I I don't. I don't agree. (laughs) But. um, All right. Cheers versus The West Wing. I chose Cheers. I chose Cheers. Because I've actually seen it and I've never seen The West Wing. (laughs) Well, again, the whole political drama thing, that's just never been my bag. And with Cheers, I do have some nostalgia of watching that with my mom. Right, right. At least Woody Harrelson's in it before he became a natural born killer. And at least there everyone knows your name. They do. Sometimes you have to go there. Yep. Shut up now. (laughs) It's not that funny. Um, Boondocks versus The Good Place. I don't know anything about either one of those. Um... I've never heard of the the good place. Um, I have watched a little bit of the Boondocks. Um, you remember it was an Adult Swim cartoon. I remember seeing it. I've just never watched it. But that's yeah. I pick, That's the one I picked just because I knew what it sort of was. Yeah, I did watch it a little bit, so I would say just on those grounds, I have more familiarity with it. Okay. All right. Shit's Creek versus Friends. 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 All right. House versus Married with Children. <laughs> I'm going to feel bad because I know so many people who love House. I don't feel bad. I've never seen House. People are going to be like, <gasps> clutching their pearls. Like, how do you not like House? Uh, again. I, I picked Kelly Bundy over House again. <laughs> Hospital procedurals. Again, not my thing. Yeah, I just couldn't. Yeah, no. I mean, unless, like, I appreciate, unless Sam and Dean are in it and he's Dr. Sexy, I just don't care. I appreciate that the actor was a jerk and, you know, that was part of what made that show so popular, but um, it just, yeah, it was never my thing. I never did ER and nope. Grey's Anatomy and all nope. that stuff. Just not my thing. All right. Firefly versus Supernatural. Supernatural. You're wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I picked Firefly because Firefly went out on a high point. Yes, there were only two seasons. I watched them all. They were great, but they were all funny. And mm. Yeah, no, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> anyway, and no one started a petition to bring Supernatural back. They did try to fight and fight and fight to get Firefly back, and they wouldn't do it. That's true. So. But that's still not my pick. All right. I will so, follow those boys into hell. Yeah. I'll follow Dane to Austin and buy beer. So, <laughs> The Walking Dead versus Dexter. Dexter. The Walking Dead for me. Even though I'm not a huge fan, I just, I could get into The Walking Dead more than Dexter. Dexter is like... It's a fictional police procedural, and I just couldn't. I wouldn't see. I wouldn't actually call that a police procedural. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's fictional, he, but because he's a serial killer, maybe that's what helps me helps take it out of police police procedural well, for me. It is. It's just from the other side. Yeah. So anyway, Buffy versus the Sopranos. I have never seen one episode of the Sopranos. Never. I have watched most of the first season and intend to continue, but because this is recent, I just started trying to watch The Sopranos, so I don't know enough about it yet to make an informed decision. But in any case, I would have picked Buffy anyway. So I watched The Godfather years and years ago, and so I've never felt like I needed to watch another mob movie. If you've seen The Godfather, you don't need The Sopranos. Just saying. Anyway, (laughs) yeah, I chose Buffy. You chose Buffy. We're disappointing so many people. Everybody picks Buffy. So. No. (laughs) I 
don't think so. But it should. We, but we do in this house. All right. So for you, we're starting back at the top now. Uh, Breaking Bad versus Cheers. Breaking Bad. And for me, I choose The Witcher. So now Boondocks versus Friends. 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 Married with Children versus Supernatural. Do what now? Sorry. Repeat that. Married with Children versus Supernatural. Supernatural, of course. Okay. For me, it was Firefly. I chose Firefly. So Dexter versus Buffy. <sighs> trying to break my fucking heart. That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to break my heart right now. I didn't put this together. <laughs> you need to blame whoever sent you this thing. <laughs> Thank you, mass debaters, for breaking my heart. <laughs> I mean, it's to me for me, it's not that bad because I haven't even watched half the shit on here, so I don't know. Come on, choose. Dexter versus Buffy. Choose a favorite child to do it now. <laughs> God damn it! I'm gonna write their name on the whiteboard in the kitchen so you'll know. They will know. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Buffy. Yes, you are, because you already wrote it down. <laughs> for me, it was The Walking Dead versus Buffy, and I chose Buffy too. All right, now it's time to take the gloves off. Breaking Bad versus Joey with a turkey on his head. And then later Monica with a turkey on her head. And God damn it. I love both of those shows so fucking much. Like, oh my God, it's so damn hard. I think at the end of the day, I have to give it to Breaking Bad. You're a terrible person. Probably. But again, there is something to be said for telling a great story. Friends is not a great story. Or many great stories. Do I need to point out that Friends ran for like 10 years and Breaking Bad made it how many? Five. Yeah. It couldn't even last. It lasted half as long. They had a spinoff movie too, which was equally good. Which lasted how long? An hour and a half. Okay. (laughs) There you go. So still, they just didn't have the staying power. I'm sorry. Yes, I attribute Friends to... Again, being another one of those shows that I that pulls me out of sadness, I can put it on. And I, I'm just going to tell everybody right now that uh, Chandler Bing is the love of my life. So, yes, while I love it, at the same time, you only get so many chances to tell a really good story in your life. And this story of a man wanting to save his family and then in turn, at the end of the day, having to save his family from himself is A-plus storytelling. I'm sorry. He cooked meth, Ashley. (laughs) And then he turned into, like, a drug lord and started killing people. Okay. But until you're in a situation like that... I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying (laughs) that we're picking uh, story versus story. Anyway. All right. Where were we at? So now, Supernatural versus... Oh, mine was The Witcher versus Friends, and I chose Friends. I don't know if I said that or not. Good choice. So for me, it was Firefly versus Buffy. I picked Firefly. Or Buffy, I mean. Oh, I, I, was, oh I was fixing to get mad. <laughs> Sorry, that's just the one I was looking at. And for you, it's Supernatural versus Buffy. Choose. Buffy. Sorry. Buffy. You let them down. You I know. the boys down. I know I did. So now we got to get to the end of this. So for you, Breaking Bad versus Buffy. Why do you have to do this to me? I didn't do it. <laughs> Blame the people that made the list. I hate that I have to make this choice. I really do. Especially since I just made a fucking strong ass case for Breaking Bad. But I have to go with Buffy because at the end of the day, I think that taught me more life lessons and taught me more about myself. And how to kill vampires. No, it's much deeper than that. Like to quote my favorite quote from Buffy, the hardest thing in this world is to live in it. 
Like, that gets me every fucking time. So, then, <clears throat> uh, for me, it's Friends versus Buffy. Ooh. Here's the deal. I'm not sentimental about that shit. I chose Friends over Buffy. Oh, di- oh wow. Yeah, I did. Uh, l- let me be clear. I chose Rachel, Monica, and Phoebe over <laughs> Buffy. <laughs> Mostly I chose Rachel over you Buffy. You are lying. I chose you Jennifer Aniston. You know as well as I do, you chose Joey Tribbiani over Buffy. That's true. <laughs> I did. I picked Joey. Joey doesn't like to share food. <laughs> he doesn't share food, period. <laughs> All right, so now we're down to the finals. We're going to find out that I'm right and you're wrong. You ready? <laughs> sure. So for you, it's Buffy versus Sons of Anarchy. I don't remember what I chose. I see. I'm looking at what you chose. I chose Buffy again, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I did. You for did. the same fucking reason. And you should. You should choose Buffy. If you were learning life lessons out of Sons of Anarchy, I'd be worried. <laughs> okay, facts. Facts. Um, for me, it was Friends versus Fresh Prince. This one was actually kind of tough because they're both really funny. I can funny. imagine. Um, and like I said, I'm all I'm all about funny. I just feel like Friends was like. Three percent funnier than Fresh Prince. It just edged it out, like just barely. Like that—that that was actually a tough choice. I didn't really agonize over any of the other choices. <laughs> I was just like, "Yep, that one, that one, that one." I just went kind of down the line and picked that one. Was I had to actually think about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, and I can remember specific episodes from Friends, and I can't remember like specific episodes from Fresh Prince. Oh, I can. I can't. <laughs> this is my choice, not yours. Back out. Um, and I think that's kind of it. That's what I was like. It's like three percent funnier. Mm-hmm. Just because of the that that one thing, I can I can remember specific things in Friends that made me laugh, and I don't have specific things in Fresh Prince that I go back to. And I'm like that that made me laugh. That was funny. Mm-hmm. Will Smith never had a turkey on his head. Uh, why is this always coming back to the turkey? There are more. Is that the only Friends episode you remember? No. Okay, but that's the one you keep going back to. Is it your favorite? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. So, okay. So I chose Friends, and you chose Buffy as the winner. Yep. There you go. There you have it. So. Do you want to. Yeah. Do we want to give quick reasons on why those are our ultimate winners? Go for it. Oh, <laughs> don't hit me. <laughs> I will smack you. <laughs> so again, um, Buffy was one that I started watching in my very, very early adulthood, before marriage, before kids. Um, and it is probably the show that has gotten the biggest emotional response for me because yeah, on its surface, you could say, well, it's just about this chick killing vampires or ever, but it, for me, it's so much more than that. I grew with her and went through similar personal situations she did, such as losing, well, okay, technically he's sitting right here, but you go through stuff with that first big love of your life. And Travis and I have been through our share shit, so... There were things that I could empathize with, um, dealing with loss in your family, people close to you. Um, and then at the end of the day, they had this big, and I'm not, I'm not going to try to throw social stuff on there about women's empowerment, but yes, at the end of the day, they do push a thing about you can be anything that you want to be in, made me feel stronger as a person while showing this character is very flawed and yes, she's responsible for all these people, which, you know, same, but you do still have adult feelings and pressures and things that you think in your own mind, but you can't necessarily share with the people closest to you. And I empathize with that a lot. 
um, where she goes on, she makes these decisions that you're like, oh my God, why the fuck would you do that? But at the same time, I'm like, I'm only human. And yes, I can understand why she made some of the choices that she did. So yes, for me, it's, it's an episode that, yeah, again, like you said, not ep- all seasons are created equal. Some are better than others. But at the end of the day, I sat and I cried, but I felt uplifted at the end of the series. All right. Yours is probably gonna be a lot shorter. <laughs> but really think about it, why you like it so much. It's funny. Oh my God. That's it. That's all I got. I didn't <laughs> learn shit from friends. Well, no, I don't see how you could, but. I didn't learn anything from it. I didn't get life lessons out of it. There's no, there's not one. Let me think about that statement before I, I get the whole thing out. Yes. No, there is not one situation in there that I can relate to with those people. Because you think about it, like Joey is jobless for most of the time and he still lives in an apartment and buys new clothes and eats food. Like, Well, to be fair, I think he's mooching off of Chandler well, he for may the, majority, the majority of that. But for most of the series, Phoebe doesn't even have a job other than her terrible... Well, I mean, she's a massage therapist. Yeah. But they never talk about her like going to work. Like Hardly ever does she seem like she actually does work. So... Yeah, I can't relate to their semi-privileged problems because they all act like money's not such a problem for them. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Right. Uh-huh. So I can't relate to any of those people. It's just, it's entertainment. It's funny. So honestly, I think that this probably would have been a more difficult thing for me if there weren't so many things on this list I'd never watched before. Right. If you replace a whole bunch of these that I've never seen before with, with shows that I had actually watched, mm-hmm. then it could potentially change the final outcome. Yeah. Like, Just because some of those choices would have gotten more difficult. Um, for instance, you put anything, any like National Geographic special on oh here, it's probably going to win. Or oh Discovery Channel. Stop. Yeah. Stop. But I think the these shows were picked because several people voted on them, and these were the ones right. that ultimately made the top 40. Right. And I'm, and I'm fine with that. I'm just saying that that... For that me... Because of the content of the list, like your starting shows yeah. that you begin with kind of led to this conclusion because I was basically just choosing from the ones that I knew or had heard of before. Mm-hmm. So that's how Friends came up on top. And again, it was tough between Fresh Prince and Friends. But if you replace those with a bunch of shows that I'm more familiar with, then it could have changed the outcome. Yeah. And for me, it would have been much harder if we had had stuff like Sex in the City because there's probably, there'd probably be a good argument for me that Sex in the City probably would have taken out Buffy. I mean, no. Yeah, I'm serious. I'm dead ass serious. I really am. Um, because for everything that I said about Buffy, I could easily say about Sex in the City too. Um, and then if we're talking about just in purely of terms of what's popular right at this moment, if Cobra Kai had been on this list, that would have trumped a lot. Um, if Yellowstone was on this list, that would have trumped a lot. Just because that show's very fucking good. I did not have any interest in giving it a chance in the beginning because I'm like, westerns i don't have any interest in westerns but i gave it a chance because we had peacock because of halloween kills and yellowstone just happened to be on there so i was like what the fuck i've got nothing else to watch and ended up becoming legit obsessed so but everybody watches that show for cole hauser let's not get it twisted so (laughs) even you (laughs) he's pretty good (laughs) he's pretty fucking good he's pretty good (laughs) but i guess that's it for me yeah so Again, thank you, huge, huge thank you to Masturbators um, for inviting us to participate. And I'm actually going to be on their show as of now. I don't know if anything changes between now and then, but as of now, I'm going to be on an episode of Masturbators um, at the beginning of March 
Sadly, Travis cannot participate with me because he has to work and we are in two different time zones, which kind of fucks things up for Travis and I, but um, definitely check out their episode of the top 40 TV shows and their own bracket game, which will be coming out um, probably about the same time as this episode airs too. And then, yeah, be looking for me to guest star on their show at the beginning of March. So again, thank you to those guys for inviting us to participate and sharing the shit out of us. Uh, we, that is very much greatly appreciated to, for, you know, for both of us, obviously. And then, yeah, we're, we're at the end of January here, which means we're coming back with season two. So what is that next week? After this airs, it'll be the following week and we'll get right into Hellraiser. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's about that time. It went fast. It really did. We had a good two months off, provided we did give you a pillow talk in both of those months. Um, if you haven't gone and checked those out, obviously check them out. But um, yeah, we had a nice vacation, nice holidays, and getting back into the swing of things with school. And yeah, we're 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 happy. We're happy to be back. And like I said, we got we got good content for the month of February. We're wrapping up uh, recording our March content which is going to be the month of the leprechaun. So stay tuned for that. But as always, guys, thank you for being with us and hanging out in this very long winded episode. We adore you for being here with us and we'll see you next week with the beginning of season two. Bye Bye, guys. guys. Well, that's just what we call pillow talk, baby.